This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Friday's here, it's nearly the weekend, and it's just one week until qualifying for the season-opening Bahrain Grand Prix. On day 26 of our pre-season countdown, former Jordan Williams and Toyota driver Ralph Schumacher tells me about his relationship with brother Michael and why he never really became friendly with his teammates. I was not the person to have good relationship with my teammates anyway, so... Uh too competitive. And for me, I don't know. I mean, a teammate can never be a friend. So all you expect from him is to work together and, and to reach to go with the car, with the team and after you fight against him. So that's what I expect from a teammate, not more, not less. And I wouldn't spend dinner with a teammate. I never did. But Ralph, I find it in a fast, you're not alone in thinking that all these drivers I speak to. And did you enjoy the journey or was it just so competitive that you sometimes, do you look back and think, well, perhaps Fizzy and I could have got on because we're quite similar or, or is it just the nature of the business? Mm, it's, it's the nature of the business, I would say, but it's, it's a, how should I say? I mean, the only, the only guy that I, that I spoke to even in my career after we worked together and I, I said, okay, it's a shame actually that was Juan Pablo because, you know, he's, he's quite a cool guy, but Obviously, in the team, he tried to beat me. I tried to beat him, and he tried everything politically, whatever. It was the time, uh, but after all, I have to say he's a, he's a good guy, and, and uh, we could have had more fun together. But you know, at that time, you're young. Everybody has his manager, and then I really like what Frank did and achieved. But Frank is that kind of guy. He likes to have fight in between his drivers because he thinks by doing that he will get the best out of the drivers and this is a very old mentality and old way of working and, uh, and he just basically you know he was not helping the situation before we move on from jordan i do i think you've alluded to it but spa 98 that 98 season first of all damon comes in did you welcome him were you excited about having a sort of did you see him as a sort of decent benchmark for yourself what should I say? I mean, for me, there was nothing to lose, was only to gain. But Damon didn't take me serious in the beginning. Uh, what do you mean? Well, I mean, he was coming from Williams and he thought, you know, okay, there's somebody easy to, to handle and to beat and it didn't, didn't work out for him at the end, but it uh, doesn't matter. He got a lot of su support from the team, obviously, coming from Williams and he deserved at the time. But he was, he was a rather difficult character as well. But then he was a lot older than I was, you know, more experienced and trying to be clever and maybe being teached by all those more experienced drivers how to politically work against your teammate. But maybe that's why I am like I am, and especially as a teammate, I couldn't care less or didn't care, you know, at all. Did that all come to a head at Spa? Is that what you mean, all the political games? And, and then when you start, you're one and two and... I mean, okay, the team had to take the decision. And I understand as a team owner, I would do the same today. But the problem was Damon wanted desperately to win that race. And what he said on the radio is, I'm going to win that race. If Ralph tries to pass me, I'm going to crash into him because we rather lose both, but I'm not going to lose against Ralph. 
that was his saying, and then Eddie took the decision. Um, Did you feel you, you were quicker on the day? I was a lot quicker, but I couldn't, you know, obviously he was weaving and then Eddie was afraid. So he, he said to me, okay, Ralph, please uh, don't overtake. And, uh, you know, I didn't like the decision, but it was a decision by, by the team, by the team owner. And, you know, I, I had to follow it uh, and, and I did. Was that the moment where you thought, I need to move on? No, no. Or was no. that, or was the Williams deal already in the bag at that no, point? No, no, no. That was, <laughs> that was completely different. But I have to say, you know, the problem was the 98 car, as good as the 97 was, as uh, you know, that, that 98 car was really, really bad. It was so far away from everything and it was so difficult to handle. And we were lucky at that moment. Uh, but before that, and I think it was before that, the first point we scored in Silverstone? It was late, wasn't it? I remember it being very late. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what at that time happened, because we had a qualifying and, and an engine failing qualifying. So, I, you know, obviously I was last. And at that time, uh, you needed to have P7 in order to get a, to score a point. And EJ came to the grid and said to me, Ralph, uh, just one thing. If you don't score a point this race, you're out next year. <laughs> Talk about motivating your drivers. Yes. <laughs> and I said, okay. Did he there, really say that he, on the grid? He said that on the grid, yeah. So I called Willie and said, okay, one thing is clear, whatever's going to happen, I'm not going to drive next year for this guy because, you know, this is not, uh, not fair and there's no behavior because we, not my mistake to build this car, not my mistake to have an, an engine failure. So I don't want to drive for him anymore. So that was the mission. That was the decision when uh, I decided not to drive for Jordan anymore. And was Williams the obvious choice? Did you know about BMW coming <clears throat> in at that point? I mean, Frank was interested, so he approached us uh, actually at the same weekend. And it only happened because Frank was impressed because I scored the point. And what happened after the race, EJ came and said, no, 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 forget about what I said and your star, blah, 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 how he is, you know. And uh, I said, yeah, yeah thanks, thanks very much. And uh, on the way home, I got a call from Willie because Frank called him and asking for, for the year after. So um, signed a letter of intent and then uh, it was clear that I was going to drive for Williams. Can I ask you about Canada 01? You win the race. Michael's brother, Michael's second. The only siblings to have achieved that in the history of the sport. For us, I mean, we, we were pretty strong. And I, I just, because my son happened to show it to me, uh, like, not too, too long ago. Uh, that's why I remember. I think I stayed out longer because I couldn't overtake on track. Something like that. And I, I, took it, I overtook him on, in the pits. Uh, I'm just stuck on this memory of... Back in the Schumacher household, you and David sitting down watching your old race wins. No, no, he showed to me. I mean, I, I don't, I don't. Son, I don't, sit I don't, down. I don't, no, no, he showed to me because it was a, I don't know why. But that's why I remember I overtook Michael in the pits. But we had a better car at that time and uh, with the lower fuel. But I tried to overtake him a couple of times for straight line speed. The Ferrari was a little bit better in, in, um, in Montreal, although we had the much stronger engine. But aerodynamically, we had like a garage door a little bit so uh <laughs> driving garage door. so <laughs> sorry it's the truth efficiency <laughs> the car was good was well balanced but efficiency was a problem and uh, we happened to win the one can you remember the podium i mean any cheeky comments from the younger brother no not at all i mean uh, no no we we really fight it hard against each other in some occasions when when it was possible for whatever reason but um I mean, everything that Michael did, I, w I was so happy for him and it was really amazing. And 
every time I was fast or had a good weekend, it was the same for him. Uh, that there was never an issue. How intense was that rivalry? Um, that year when it got closer, sometimes it was a bit more difficult. That's the way it is, because at the end of the day, we were responsible for our team partner sponsors and we clearly divided that. And even at dinner, we never talked about motor racing or never about the car. Uh, at the end of the season, sometimes or in the beginning when I was at Jordan, OK, that was a different story, but cannot remember that we ever talked about details or anything. We were too competitive for that. Would your career have been different had Michael not been a Formula One driver? The question is, would I have would I have made it to Formula One if Michael wouldn't have been there? I cannot tell you. So I don't think so. I think everything the way it it, it went was okay. It just uh, didn't work out for sure down to me sometimes, and a bit unlucky with the incidents and accidents I had. I'm always fascinated by sibling rivalries in sports, and I can't imagine it was easy for Ralph to watch Michael become the most successful driver in Formula One history. His achievements perhaps go a little unnoticed in the shadow of Michael, but he had a career that many would envy, with six wins, six pole positions and 27 podiums across 11 seasons. Ralph and Michael always did seem genuinely happy for each other's successes, and they made a fair bit of history together too. They are the only brothers to finish on the podium together, to each win a Formula One race, and as we mentioned in our chat, to finish P1 and P2 in a Grand Prix. They actually achieved that last feat again in 2003, also at the Canadian Grand Prix, but this time with Michael in front. Enjoy your Friday, and I'll be back over the weekend with some more great guests from the archives. Keep up with the latest F1 action on F1 Nation. A superb finish to the line! Race previews, post-race insights and exclusive interviews from the heart of the F1 paddock. Magnificent team effort all round. Huge win for us today. And We're pushing at the limit. We must have just got something wrong. Oscar, can we just grab you on the way out? A very, very cool day. It's been a weekend to remember. You'll hear from the drivers, team principals, engineers and F1 experts from around the world. Really, really nice to feel that atmosphere there in the garage. Having the two of them in the points, quite impressive. Those next few positions are worth millions of dollars. The combination is unbeatable. New episodes every Monday. Search your podcast app for F1 Nation.